son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Welcome to the Bob Ryan, Jeff Goodman, Tangway along for the ride podcast at Zoom. We are driven by Bet Online. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. So check them out at Bet Online. Guys, let's get to work right now. We'll start with the Celtics and the Nets game this week. Uh, I don't think any of us are surprised because the Nets were undermanned that the Celtics won. But, Bob, what amazed me was how they just absolutely mopped the floor with Brooklyn. I, mean, I was there. I was there. Yeah. So just feel it because to me, the statement isn't the win. The statement is, yes, the Nets had Kyrie and they didn't have Durant. But the statement was they just absolutely demolished them. Your thoughts? You know, I hate it when you – And my first reaction in the first period was I hate this. I hate to start when you start like that because you know it can't continue. You say to yourself, you know it can't. But like suddenly it was – I remember it was 7-4, to four, and then that's as close as they ever were. And then it was 21-3. to three. I mean, 21-4 to four after that. So anyway, so it's 46-16 in the first period, 30-point spread and a one ridiculous. Um, they made threes. Yes. They made the first eight. You know? What do we have? 26, 26 and 54 in the game. They made their first eight while the, the Nets were uh, one for 12, I think. Oh, Kyrie was 0 for 7 to start on threes, you know? And so, you know, that. Now, what I took away, and we saw that. Um, once again, the importance of Robert Williams. Robert Williams had two early putbacks. He had another dunk on a, on a you know, on a feed. He, you know, he, he that was hidden. Nobody mentioned it. Not going to be the game story. You know, I'm telling you, it, it mattered. And, and it, it just reminds you of what his value is. Uh, he, 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 so that was the other thing. And yet in Brogdon, you know, Brogdon was terrific. And um, <clears throat> I mean, but once again, and, and you mentioned it, Garrett, like Nets didn't have Durant. They didn't have um, uh, Simmons and they didn't have TJ Warren and the Celtics pounded them and, yeah, you don't want to read too much into that. You know, that game it, it, it didn't tell us anything in the, in the big picture. I'm still warning people: if the Nets are healthy in the playoffs, nobody's going to rub their hands with glee and say, "Oh, goody, goody, we're playing the Nets." I got right. Nets so but what, I, but what but I took, I do, yeah, okay. But what I took from it, Jeff, and Bob's right, is you know maybe I was looking for a silver lining or something, but the Celtics didn't mess around. Like you know, it was the, okay. These we got to take care of these guys and just like. 
boom, yeah. get rid of them. Awesome. Because we've seen the Celtics, God, they lost to Orlando, and I know they were undermanned. They, you know, Marcus Smart has been hurt, but you know, they dropped games to Orlando, Miami, they didn't look great. So I just took it as a positive that they went out and they did the job they were supposed to do. Boom, boom, boom. That's it. Now that's very true. And and the other guy I should cite is who played an excellent game is Derek White. And uh, you know, he, he went to the hoop, he did his made his threes, he played well. I mean, so many who didn't play well, right? You know, the other principal players, they all played well. That's why, you know, so that, that was fun. But when you're making threes like that, you know, it's the game. We all know that. That's the game. And and they made them, they and and it was insurmountable. Um, but you're right, they did take care of business. There were a couple of times I thought when they were up uh, that there were a couple of sloppy possessions and they took a couple of, of you know, knee first shots, but they didn't it, it didn't get very far. They they you know, I funny I took a picture. There was a timeout, and the score was one twenty-seven to seventy-eight, I think. And and I wanted to see a fifty-point spread, but just in case there wasn't one, I took a picture of the scoreboard at plus forty-nine for posterity. So uh, and that turned out to be the peak spread forty-nine. I wanted to see them get up by fifty. You don't see that too often. <laughs> How much do we think that you know? some of the Celtics were even more motivated to to run this thing up when it was kind of Kyrie by himself out there. Oh, no I doubt. think so. I would right. think so. You know, and, uh, you know, and, and by the way, he's the only net that showed that any spoke in the yeah. game was Kyrie, frankly, you know. How bad were they booing him last night? Oh, it was moderate bad. Moderate. Not, it, it was, you know, it was there. Every time he touched the ball, they start the game. They, oh, yeah, it was there. And when he went out, they cheered, you know, they booed the sarcastic cheers and, and all that. It was, it was, but, you know, I don't know what now that again, I was up in the halo. I didn't hear anything. I don't know what vile things were said and who there probably were, you know, unfortunately, we have that element in our in our crowd. It's we can't deny it. Too many people say it. It's there. And but uh, I can't verify it because I was up in the halo. Do we, do we think do we think the Celtics uh, see the Nets again in the in the postseason? I could. Why not? And I don't know the pairings yet. And and. I, I'm just telling you, if they're healthy, I'm, I'm sorry. And that's going to, who isn't, look, everybody, you start with every team, if they're healthy, right? You know, Philadelphia, um, but uh, remember, let's just go back to last year in the playoffs. Middleton didn't play. Yeah. Um, that was a very big bonus for the Celtics. So, you know, um, and, you know, and, and, and if they go on the, anyway, we all know that. I mean, it, guys, was, it was a fun <laughs> night. If you, if you bought a ticket and that was your one game and you wanted to see yeah. the Celtics, that was a fun night to see the Celtics. Okay. But guys, let's face it. I think as the season progresses and we all know that Jeff, the big denominator is health, that it's Philly, Boston, Brooklyn, Milwaukee. and Milwaukee. Yeah. You know, Miami isn't there. Cleveland isn't there. Some of these teams that will show us something, they're not there. Those are the big four. And those, any if they're healthy, any four of those teams, in my opinion, could win the championship. No, not, not, yeah, I, I think so. I, I still don't know if like I count on Philly to win the championship. I don't. I mean, I, again, I, I just don't know. I'm, I'm not quite there yet. I'm in on them if they're healthy. If they're right, I'm in on them because they. I, just, I don't. I, I'm in on them if they're if they're right. I just don't trust them. Like mentally, more than anything, am I crazy? I mean, James Harden, James Harden's never won anything. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. Giannis is a winner. They've already done it, right? The Nets have had guys on their team that have already done it. I know there's a time when everybody does it for the first time. Yeah, but Philly's not even, you know, gotten there. Like, I I don't know. I I could see Philly maybe getting the Eastern Conference Finals, but I don't. I don't see them winning at all. I don't want to mess with Embiid. I know that much. I'm with you on that. I get real quick, um, Jeff. What do you think is going to be the 
final story for Simmons. At the end of the day, how do we look at him? Because I keep waiting for this. Oh, he's great at assists. He fits the mold perfectly. He'll dish the ball to the other two. And like, are we going to be hearing it for the next 10 years? We always thought it was going to be eventually Ben's going to start to shoot threes, right? Eventually the right coach is going to get with him, the right player, and something's going to click where they're going to say like, hey, Ben, if you're not playing unless you shoot threes. That's never going to happen. I resign myself to the fact that it's never going to happen. This is the Ben Simmons we're going to see. And unfortunately, if we see this Ben Simmons for the next five, 10 years, he's a good player, but he'll never be a great, great player. It's not just he won't shoot threes. Sometimes he just won't shoot, period. I mean, get in there and turn around and fly, fling it out to the corner. Everybody does that. But but he, he above all, it's not, it, it, it's, he's going to go down in history right now for me. And I've said this before, it's, it's going to happen because nothing's changed. He's the oddest player of consequence in my entire experience. And I would go so far as to say in the history of the NBA. He's the oddest, weirdest player of consequence because he has to, two great skills. He can he can see the floor and he can defend. But his will, unwillingness to, to become a normal offensive player at this stage of his professional career is perplexing and makes him the weirdest, oddest pl- player of, of any co- consequence in the history of this league. But, Jeff, he's regressed, hasn't he? Because in college he scored, right? He did. He scored. He shot. He, he... I don't remember how many threes he took, but he took a few. And and you just thought, again, and especially with the coaches he had, that's the part that that really baffles me is that Brett Brown and Doc Rivers, two coaches who are elite with people, not good, elite, like the best of the best, couldn't figure this kid out, couldn't figure him out. And, you know, if they couldn't, again, I'm not sure anybody can. He'll, He'll go down as an elite defender an elite rebounder for his position, an elite passer. But if you can't score in this day and age in the NBA, you can't be. Oh, able and, to and by the way, uh, uh, you got to get him off the floor in the last two minutes uh, for right. sure. He's shooting 44%, I think, last I heard from the line. Yeah. We'll see what happens in the playoffs, right? How do you how yeah. do you hide him again? How do you do this? That's why I said categorically, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want him. I wouldn't, what the, you're not going to win with him. All right, so the big news this week as we sneak over to the NFL has been Tom Brady for the second time that he retired, and this seems to be the real deal. Uh, Personally, I think it is the right time for him. I think he recognizes that he can't do it alone anymore, that he can't bring a team to the next level. And, oh, my God, he's 45 years old. Who could expect him to? Um, I actually got emotional a little bit when I saw his his – his social Why? media post. He did this a year ago. Why would you get emotional? You went through this a year ago, Gary. Oh, you're so tainted, Jeff. See, <laughs> this is it. why you are so tainted. See, this is the thing about getting this is the the benefit of being laid off from the media. I'm a stay at home dad, and I do this because I like you to. Okay. That's <laughs> the honest to God's truth. All right. And I've become more of a fan, and it's awesome. Maybe Bob can speak to this because he's retired. I mean, semi-retired. I mean, you're right, Jeff. I'm not I'm not tainted anymore. I mean, I look at the guy. I saw it. Look, here's the thing. He's the world's greatest football player. He's not the most perfect human being. They're not perfect. I mean, Tommy Heitzen no, used I'm to tell me this him. all the time. I'm Hang not on, saying I gotta, that. I got to get this out. Tommy Heitzen used to tell me this all the time. He goes, he used to say, Gary, he goes, they're not perfect. 
He goes, they have bad days. Some are smart. Some are dumb. Some are emotional. Some are not. You know, they're like, he's not perfect. And you're right. So he's retired again. Like, so what? But this time I believe it. I believe it this time. You know what? And then I'll let you speak. You know why I believe it? Because I think he knows he can't do it anymore the way he wants to. Okay, folks, we're going to take a break from the fellas to tell you that Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from the Super Bowl to pro and college basketball, UFC, MMA, and more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable, Bet Online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events. Head to the website today. Or you can use your mobile device and like even, you know, one of these. Um, my kids make fun of my case. I like my case. So use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Okay, let's get back to the conversation with Bob and Jeff. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I've I've covered Brady plenty over the years. Um I like Brady. Like, I'm not a Belichick guy at all. I respect him, but I don't like Bill Belichick. I like being around I don't. I don't enjoy it. I think he's an asshole uh, to the media when you don't have to be. I think Brady's been brilliant with the media over the course of his career. And 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 fair and honest and smart and all that. Um, I just feel like we just did this. We just did it a year ago. I, I tweeted when he retired again. I said, can't we just rerun everything everybody said a year ago again Why so do we I, don't have to- I don't understand this attitude frankly uh, jeff because i think that my my reaction is he said he's not going to do this a second time there's no way there is no way he's he's going to do this twice and and you know he said he's done i think uh, he's I, done it twice no what i'm saying is he's not going to do it again I mean, no, 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 he's done it once and this is i mean he, he's unretired once he's not doing that again He's not. It, it, this is it, this. I take him at his word this time. That's all. Yeah, I think yeah. Jeff does too. It's just we don't need to go through the pomp and circumstance again, which he said in his post. Yeah, he did. I'm not going to write a letter. I'm just going to say it. I'm done. Yeah, I mean, I really take that as word. As word, you know. So I mean, I just, you know, of course, you know, NBA.com did this thing comparing Brady to LeBron. You know, mm-hmm. when you talk about the title, you know, I don't know if there's a comparison. I mean, Bob, can you? Who is the Tom Brady? To me, Tom Brady's uh, the best. Tom Brady's the best football player in the history of the NFL. I know he's not the fastest. I know he didn't have the greatest arm. I know he's not Walter Payton or Jim Brown or Barry Sanders. But I, to me, he's the greatest player ever. Who is the Tom Brady? Of, you know, who would you compare him to in the NBA? Well, I mean, the thing is that their careers overlap almost one hundred percent. That's why it's an interesting comparison to right. me. It's because, but again, LeBron was so physically gifted, Bob. I guess that, that oh, right. I'm not, oh, oh no, that's what the backup. All I'm saying is, I'm not interested in in dissecting this thing. I think the thing that the only reason it's worthy of discussion is that they overlap. That's all. They that Brady was a essentially he was a rookie in two thousand. Essentially a rookie in 01, and two years later comes an eighteen year old kid, and and I mean, so they've had these. 20 years of, of parallel careers and one in football, one in basketball and they're and, and a high, at a high, high, high level. And they're both being discussed in terms of being the goat uh, in their respective sports. Uh, 
you know, and and uh, that's all. But I mean, who's better or what? I'm not going to get into that. That's it. It's crazy. There's no, uh, you know, they, they both. The Brady's got more rings. Okay, fine. You know, and that that's fine. And and that basis alone, you give them the edge. So and and we all know that their progression of the, how they got to where they are was different. I you know, Mike can't remember what I'm telling you. LeBron turning point was 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 losing in in, uh, in eleven and and shine away from the ball. And, and, and being too deferential and not recognizing that he's got to be the best player on the floor and, and, and take charge. And once he learned that, he started winning championships. Brady never had that problem. <laughs> you know, Brady didn't have that problem from day one. From, well, they also uh, came up different, Bob, right? I mean, LeBron yeah. was, was anointed uh, as the guy at 14 years cover old. Sports Illustrated, right. you know, and oh, oh, no, it's a whole, he's a product of his times. He's a, he's the, the ultimate AAU pup right now except that he's 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 shed all the bad stuff that comes with it eventually and 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 and, and you know and, and he did get rid of it it took him to, brady didn't have that problem brady had an other interesting thing though you know his his career in michigan was you know was certainly controversial at the time and and uh you know with pete with with the competition with henson and everything else and 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 he comes in at the 199th pick in the draft was lebron comes in one of the handful, by the way, this is another theory of mine, one of the handful, you don't need much more than the one hand, of N- of players in the history of NBA basketball, of basketball, who were ultra-hyped and lived up to it. Right. Most of the truly great players were better than they were thought they were going to be. Exhibit A, Bird, even Magic. Michael. And, now, Mike, Michael, Exhibit A, right, because Michael was the third pick in the draft. You think if they thought that, you know, as good as Olajuwon and as logical as that pick was, you know, we all in retrospect, you, they would like to have a do-over. Who wouldn't, right? So, Michael, yeah, Michael. And and um, the one other example for sure, or there's two. One was Will Chamberlain when he he was supposed to be, a, he's everything he was supposed to be coming out of Overbrook right. High School in Kansas. And two right. is Kareem, Kareem, the ultimate, the greatest achiever, you know, the greatest basketball player ever in terms of the three levels, high school supremacy, college supremacy, NBA dominance, He's number one for the overall basketball career in the history of the game because Russell was nobody in high school. Nobody. Barely recruited by San Francisco. Okay, so he doesn't get the high school thing. Kareem, this is one game. You know, they, they, right. When he lost the game, it was a national story when they lost to DeMatha. Everybody knew who he was if you knew anything about basketball. And then he goes to UCLA. He's the only three-time champion. You know, would have been four if he could have played as a freshman. We know that. So anyway, it's that's discussion, but in, I'm I'm way going overboard here. Uh, the only way this is this Brady Brian thing to me uh, is interesting is that oh wow they were parallel they, they their careers overlap. That's all. Uh, Bob, we love it when you go overboard. Um, uh, Jeff, to me, it's Jordan. You know, and I think you could speak to Jordan's high school career where he was cut. He didn't make varsity, and Jordan, like Brady, carried that chip on his shoulder forever. I think. One of the one of the elements that kind of hurt LeBron is I he's a great player. Please do not take this as a criticism of LeBron. <laughs> but LeBron, to Bob's point, was never disrespected. So I don't think he really had that chip on his shoulder. Um, and I think Brady and I think uh, 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 Jordan had that chip on his shoulder because when they were on the field, I mean, when Jordan was on the floor, Jeff, not a nice guy. No. I mean, a killer. Brady was the same thing. Yeah. Brady on the field is not a nice guy because they felt disrespected to the end. What What about 
a little bit of a comparison to Steph Curry, who mm-hmm. had a chip in his shoulder, right? Mm-hmm. Who wasn't told how great he was his right. whole career. And obviously, Steph's not going to go down as the GOAT, in, in the, but he's the GOAT of all shooters. No and question. Steph was so cerebral as well. Like, Steph right. can see the court. Like Brady. Right. Brady can... Brady's so smart. He didn't have the best arm in the world, the the strongest, but it was so accurate. Steph's so accurate. There's some parallels there between him and, and, Steph, a, and Steph. And the cerebral thing. I mean, it, right. the, the thing that Brady did that uh, you're going to have to take my word for it because I don't know. that I may, I may, I may, There may be documentation in print, too, from the time. I'm not sure. Okay. It's 20 years ago. But I immediately identified him as a pup from the Montana litter. That this was the style of quarterback he was, you know, the, and 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 I, and and that he turned out to be Joe Montana to the max. That's what he was. He's not mobile. Was never mobile, but he had that sixth sense about where the, you know, where who was coming from behind them. He 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 had extraordinary pocket presence, yeah. without being so, tremendously mobile. It's a it's a it's a rare gift. You see that he hey, you see that now when you watch Mac Jones even more, don't you? Yeah. Oh, how, yeah. How good yeah. his pocket presence yeah. is because Mac has none. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> all right, guys, to wrap that up, uh, Bob, I do want to get to, uh, and then we're going to, Jeff is going to talk Booker in a minute, but you want to do your Damian Lillard. Yeah, up- the, I got to give you, first of all, let's say if he's not player of the month, they should just disband it. <laughs> yeah, okay? I'm kidding. I'm going to rattle off. This is since February, this, since January 14. You ready? 36, 40, 44, 25, 24, 37, 60. 30, 42, 42. That's for an average of 38 points a game, gentlemen, in the last 10 games. Uh, th- this is a, one of the great shooting guard runs we have ever seen, what he's in. Now, it's being buried because they're not – the team is you know, had a little flourish. In it. Not, but, boy, is he playing ex- extraordinary basketball. I just want to, you know, give him – and he's got to be player of the month, I mean, at the least. Anyway, that's all. That's all. Night Racing is back at Richmond Raceway. This spring, top NASCAR drivers like Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, Bubba Wallace, Ross Chastain, and Virginia's own Denny Hamlin will battle under the bright lights. And this historic track also offers a rocking infield experience with unparalleled access to your favorite drivers and one of the best tailgate scenes around. For a weekend of friends, family, and amazing short track action, head to Richmond Raceway, March 29th through 31st. Get tickets now at richmondraceway.com. This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. Uh, Jeff, we'll give you the stage with Booker. Now, he's coming back. The Suns right now sit in the eighth spot. There's a log jam there in that spot out in the West. They're nine out. Uh, is he enough for the Suns to make a run? I mean, I, I don't know. He, he's been out for more than a month with this this groin injury. They're eight and 11 without him. You know, they can certainly make a run and get into that, you know, I don't know. They're only, I think they're, they're a game out of fifth place. So they could, you can make up ground pretty quickly in the West right now. I just don't know. My bigger question is, does he come back at a hundred percent from, from a, the, the, the groin strain? Um, number two is Chris Paul. Yeah. Past. 
that's my all past it. Because thank you, because I, I we're not sure. Just I was ready to write him off completely. He had a tremendous game a couple of nights ago. Big game. Had an old fashioned Chris Paul game, which I didn't expect to see at all this year anywhere. So I'm I'm, I'm right on the verge of saying it's it's over for Chris Paul and he plays a game like that. I don't know how often he can. But do that's that. the thing, Bob. That's the thing is how many of those does he get? Number one. Number two, when we talked, when we started this pod, it's right. Who's healthy? Well, Chris Paul's never healthy through the entire playoffs. We've seen this story over and over and over before. And one of the recurrent things, you know, that I, l- I learned a long time ago about aging players is they may have these throwback games every now and then. Bird was like that the last year. He had, you know, he, he, he you know, and he was still good, but every once in a while he reminded you who he was, Larry Bird. But for the most part, it was not the same level that it had been, you know, in, in the years. But and, and there was a forty. He stuck a forty-six point game in once on a Sunday, and then. Yeah, you know. But, and Paul, that may have. Hey, maybe the game he played two nights ago, whatever it was, is going to be his pinnacle of the season. We don't know. It's he. He hasn't shown that there's. It's in him to do it. So I. I'm. Not, I don't think they're a factor. I. The, 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 I think the window true. closed. Yeah, I don't think that. It's too bad. It's a quick to window. If that's the case. That was the shortest damn window we've ever seen. Well, it is, but look how old Paul is. To me, that's the thing. You know what Bob says. I mean, if you ha- to, when you have an older player like that, Jeff, come yeah. down. And you got to win now, right? I mean, you gotta you got to be able to get it done in a year or two. Kind of like the Celtics when they had KG, Ray, and Paul. I mean, look, they had to win. They had a three year window, and it's a good thing they won the first year. Yeah, and Aiton's been good this year again. But when you have Aiton as your number one guy. Right. The last five weeks, you're in trouble. Okay, now you get Booker back. But but you're right. Like and, and I love Bridges. Like I, I think they got some good pieces, but ultimately, if your point guard is kind of a shell of himself, which Chris Paul's been for the most part, um, for this season, and numbers notwithstanding, um, you know, to me, yeah, I, I find it hard to believe they're gonna put any sort of consistency to be able to run through you know, the West. And although, again, you look at the West and you're just like, who, who are you scared of? Right. Right. Why can't Phoenix beat them? If they're, if Chris Paul is healthy, Um, I I think the West is going to be, you know, again, it's not great, but it's, it's very, very interesting and intriguing when we get to the playoffs, you know, again, can golden state go on a run? Um, You know, the Lakers, I don't even know if they're going to be in the playoffs, but, you know, Clippers, can 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 we get healthy Kawhi consistently, um, you know, playing every game? Sacramento's been fun. I mean, they're the, they're the story we're not talking about enough. Yeah, you're right. My guy had a huge game last night. You know my guy. Oh, I know your guy. My guy had a huge game. I said, by the way, okay, Don't here's my – I think I would put Golden State as good as Chip. Gold, it's right here. I would, I'm calling Golden State. Right now in the West. It's hard not. Assuming, to. you know, once again, like everybody else, yeah. assuming the hell. They're healthy. But, they're but healthy. they're the 69 Celtics, my friend, I'm telling you. Right, right. That's a good call. Um, as we wrap it up, Bob, I know you had some thoughts on the All-Star game. Well, uh, yeah. February 9th, just to set it up, February 19th, of course, is the All-Star game. going to be in Utah. Uh, there, as we've mentioned before, there's different elements of the format where team where players are selected combination of coaches fans starters have been picked but at the end of the day before the game it's going to be playground and they're going to go i'll take you i'll take you i'll take you which i think is going to be fun 
But you had some thoughts, Bob, on the All-Star well, game. Well, just that the, the evolution or devolution, if you will, of the All-Star game. It's Good had word, its Bob. And, Good word. It's, it's had its ups and downs. It started out, it, it, uh, you know, in 1951 here in Boston, and, and, and the, the All-Stars were honored to be All-Stars. And they, in that first decade, they played that game. To, they played to win. And, this, and then uh, and, and right through the 60s, the games were played to win. They were proud to be in it. They wanted to show, play against the best. And then... Uh, in the early 70s, it deteriorated, and uh, there was an awful game in Chicago in, in 73. I think the score was uh, – it, it was a, it, but it didn't even score 100. You know, it was a terrible. And and and, and then it got better and got, by the 80s. I'm telling you, you saw some great game. Overtime game in Seattle, like 87. It was a tremendous game. It was, it was hard fought. Uh, when Bird's first year, uh, when he hit the first three in the history of the game, that was a, that was a tremendous game. Um, and, and now this is – I mean, I could not possibly care less about. I'm not going to watch that game. I won't watch that game. I'm not going to watch it. Why waste my time watching a stupid dunkarama and and you know and, and 168, 164. No, I don't want to see that. Uh, I'd I, rather watch the NFL Pro Bowlers play. Out I, you know, I mean, I, I, I. So it's too bad now. You know, now the All Star Weekend thing, which began in '86, which was originally a great idea, and that. Caught, oh, all right. One more thought. All right. The dunk contest after Spud Webb won it, they should have disbanded it. Right. Because who cares after that? And it if doesn't. they're going to do it, it should be a height limit of 6'6. Six, six. Do, right, why do right. we care if a 6 to 7, 10 guy or dunk, seven footer can dunk? It, that's absolutely. Sean, hey, Sean Kemp was fun to watch dunk. You know, the last interesting one was when 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 our boy uh, jumped over to Kia. Okay. Yeah, that Blake. Was, I was going to Blake Griffin. Our boy you know, Blake that was jumped fun. over to Kia. Yeah. But seriously, once Spud went on. Told, hey, imagine if you told the kid now, hey, that guy, Blake Griffin, that guy today <laughs> jumped over a key. They'd be like, what? How him? about the way Blake? he's now the pet, the fan's pet. He got off the bench and the crowd started whirring. And and I kept thinking, <laughs> I, how? I, he's, I love he's Blake. Gotta, I he's got to be a good guy because the, the, yes. the, uh, the demeaning aspect of people rooting for him like he's uh, that high school guy the, the the last guy on the team that never gets to play and he gets in the game and everybody wants him to score when they're you know in the game we should he get blake that, on the pod I'm he was that guy he was that guy last night get him on the crowd was was they want him to be the cherry on the sunday in a game they're winning by 45 wow not a lot of guys egos could take that i gotta give him credit yeah. Well, I think, you know, Jeff, you know him very well, I assume. Um, when you look at his Kia commercials, his sense of humor is off the charts. Yes. I mean, just, the, you know, the stone face yeah. and dry, yeah, self-deprecating. Dry yes. So, I mean, Bob's Bob's right, but I'm not surprised he has that attitude based on what we've seen. I'm impressed. I really am because he's been to the mountaintop, you know. In the I love that signing. I, I, I think I told you guys before they signed them, I think we talked on the pod and I said, Blake Griffin is a guy they should go after, yeah. you know, because I think he'll be a good locker room guy for Tatum, for Jalen. Some of those guys, not going to give you heavy minutes, but he we saw it in the playoffs last year. To me, there was one play where where he just dove, he came on, came on, uh, you know, hadn't played in probably weeks. They put him in the game, Nash did, and he dove on the floor and just the whole game. It was a hustle game. And I'm like, all right, if he's willing to do that, to me, Blake Griffin will be perfect for this yeah. team. Yeah, I'm not oh, big... we... Go ahead, Bob. Before we go, I want to give props to one other guy who 
is is living up doing exactly what he can and should do obviously knows who he is uh, uh and, and is an asset on on a, on a certain level and that's luke cornett luke cornett is playing the role of of backup center well yeah in this team yeah. he's not a you know I, i'm just saying i give him credit he, he's absolutely a good fit a good piece of the of, of the overall puzzle on this team that's all yeah and my final uh note is back to blake um you know, I, I think that I generally don't cheer for guys to get a ring, you know, like, oh, he's been around forever. I hope he gets a ring. But to me, it's like, look, you got to earn it. You know, you've had a great career. You made a ton of money, you know, so you didn't get a ring. So what? I kind of hope he gets a ring. Yeah. yeah. I kind of <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Here for that, right? Yeah, I kind of hope he gets a ring. Uh, gentlemen, thank you very much as always. I uh, just want to let some people know. Uh, you can check out my movie podcast, which is not at the level of the Ryan Goodman Tangway Along for the Ride Zoom yet, but we're getting there at CLNS and Screen Time on YouTube. Gentlemen, talk to you later. Okay, guys.